Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hour number two of old school. Thank you guys for hanging out with me. Uh, Jay Foreman, if you would, Hall of Famer, please oh, tell him about man. the Mercado. I, I can't even say it right now about the Mercado because we are – you guys got me laughing. But Mercado is a retail <laughs> store and butcher shop featuring fresh, hand-cut, certified Piedmontese beef in, and their unique ingredients. They also have uh, numerous different uh, styles and, and cuts of meat. Uh, they have a bakery. Uh, they have hamburgers, links. Different t- uh, cut, cuts of the certified Piedmontese uh, beef, and it's all good. And they also have an excellent restaurant and service and atmosphere, which is obviously uh, big these days, too. Find your way to it. Uh, 402-464-5685, Sarder Hammond text line, Honda Blinken hotline. Uh, you can follow the show on the Sarder Hammond video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter Live. It is now time. Let's bring it in. It is North Dakota week. And let's bring in one of uh, North Plains, Northern Plains finest. Uh, I ran across this gentleman in the old CBA, my CBA days in in Utah, and we would go to South, we would go to North Dakota, and there's a very fine group of folks who who will go and do that tour of <laughs> winter basketball <laughs> in the Northern Plains. And Jack Michaels joins us right now, the voice of North Dakota football. Jack, thank you for doing this. Greatly appreciate it. How are you? Hey, D.P. and uh, Jay, good to be on with you. And uh, I thought you were going to start giving some stats on the Yakima Sun Kings. I, I absolutely like. was because it was actually made – they made uh, – there was a video that was uh, made about uh, some of the great players that never made it, and they actually went to Yakima and recorded some game game film uh, and used play-by-play from the CBA, and Jack was a part of it. I was a part of it. Um, it was pretty cool stuff. Yeah, the Sun Kings would come through, uh, whether it was this, whether it was the Utah Eagles or otherwise, we'd run through and, and we'd have a good time up there. Uh, it is a big week. It is a big week here. I would imagine it's a big, big week there in Grand Forks. Um, what's the vibe? What's the energy? What's what? What are folks expecting and looking forward to this week? It, it, it's funny because it's week one, so like nothing compares to week one. The anticipation of everything you've gone through in the in the spring and whatever workouts you've done in the summers, as Jay knows, and and, and you pop in and then you roll out your squad and and you hope everything you worked on kind of you start seeing glimpses of of it in, in in week one. And the reality is is that uh, is probably week one to week two is where you make a lot of changes and maybe take your biggest step. The problem with, with this week one for the University of North Dakota, they're playing a, a team that's in its uh, second week. They're playing a team that my guess is has a, uh, a pick the word, frustration, anger, chip on their shoulder, uh, resolve, attitude, and all that. So from UND's standpoint, I think first and foremost, they're probably hoping Nebraska would have would have laid Northwestern out in Dublin and came came back a little more more comfortable and casual than maybe the the scene is there. But the guys are ready, you know. Uh, they they've uh, they put the work in, you know, a lot of weight room work, and 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 the team is obviously excited. Haven't 
haven't played a Big Ten team since uh, probably uh, uh, Libby Newton, John, or ABBA was hitting the charts. <laughs> right. right. If I start going back into the 70s, I'm not sure what the, you know, maybe maybe Undercover Angel by Alan O'Dea, Afternoon Delight. Don't get me started on music, DP. You know, I'll get going on this. But they're excited. They're, they're, they're ready to make the trip. They'll, uh, uh, for the first time, really, and Bubba Schweiger, the head coach of UND, normally on the Friday when you fly in, uh, they don't normally take a take a walk around a stadium. They do their work uh, and, and get in their classrooms at the hotels on Friday nights. You know, let the guys have an hour or so with family. And anybody who played college football knows the routine. Get up and go through your protocols. Not this trip. They're bringing 75 on that charter flight. Uh, he's going to let the fellas get out there and get a feel of Memorial Stadium. You know, take those photos, look around, get all that in and out, and then get into their their rooms and and, and buckle down over the game plan for for Saturday afternoon. Uh, one player I want to ask you about, obviously with the game last week with uh, Northwestern against Nebraska, uh, Northwestern's ability to run the ball not only with run, one running back but two is Otis Way um, and what what he uh, I guess poses for Nebraska. You see that I always try to look at teams that somewhat are comparable. Obviously that you know not playing any Big Ten teams, but I saw against North Dakota State. You know, he put up 85 yards. Uh, Illinois State, who generally has a good defense, he hit him up for 80. Youngstown State, 90. South Dakota State, a little bit of a step back. Last game of this year with 63 yards. Talk about him and just and talk about the North Dakota running attack and what we could possibly see Saturday afternoon. Well, I'll make Nebraska fans feel real comfortable then, uh, Jay, because Otis Way is not on the club. Uh, this year, he is. Uh, it, was, it really was a promising, and your numbers are right. Yeah, he was, he was a big yeah, big bruising back, big bruising back uh, out of Moorhead, played for the Moorhead Spuds. His brother is now a, a freshman that, that is recruited in a cornerback spot, but uh, uh, Otis not. So what you'll be seeing is is a kind of a three-headed monster with, with a Gavin Zebarth or an Isaiah Smith that's a little bit more of a, uh, a sleep Slasher. back uh, yeah. that can run, and a, and a Northern Iowa transfer in Tyler Hoosman and yeah, you bring up a good name though because he was a, a, a you, I think you said it right, a bowling ball type back, but uh, not not with him this year, not having him. You're going to have a uh, an offense that uh, with the running back spot a little bit by committee. Uh, and uh, Otis was a guy you'd stuck the ball in his his, his, his stomach and let him go through you. And um, uh, so uh, yeah, that's certainly you know one back to the, the Fighting Hawks don't have this year, but. It'll be uh, roughly three to four. We'll see how Luke Skokna uh, health is, but Isaiah Smith, Gavin Zebarth, and and Tyler Hoosman, the transfer from uh, from you and I, will be the uh, will be the feature backs uh, Saturday. Defensively, uh, I don't mean to cut you off, DP. What what who are the guys that are the strength uh, of this defense? Because I think that uh, when I look at them and, and saw a little bit of them when I looked on uh, YouTube, obviously not big as Big Ten. But they have some guys with size, but they look like they have what we used to call a bunch of tweeners that can play yep. multiple positions and get out on the edges and run. So give me a, a few names of the guys that we should look for uh, that could be making plays because they have a multitude of guys with two, two and a half sacks, a guy with six. I'm going off last year's stats. You know, right. three guys, with, you know, three what looks like linebackers with, with two sacks and tackles for losses. Seems like a pretty active unit from top to bottom. It's one spot where they lost some some key guys in the secondary and 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 outside uh, on the linebacker spot. Know this: North Dakota firmly runs that three four defense. That's Bubba Schwager, the head coach. That is he's an old D coordinator. 
uh, now the head coach of UND, but three four is where they uh, they make their money. That's that's the scheme. And uh, you're right. You're right when you said interchangeable guys that that can come in and out and do it. Know the name Jalen, uh, led by Jalen uh, Johnson and Jalen Morrison. Some injury hit them last year, but they're on the uh, on the defensive line part of that three unit. Elijah Beach is is a big nose tackle that can get it done. But the money made, you got to make those plays on the on the linebacker spot. And two of the guys on the outside uh, that they like that are going to get obviously more reps this year. When we talk about the Ted Mullins, Josh Nabritzels, Marcus Von Jones. But inside, Devin Sharnowski. And by the way, more constants than vowels in that name. So <laughs> good luck to those that are going to say his name. But right. Devin Sharnowski is a great story because he played at St. Cloud State University, a Division II program that folded their program. And, uh, and you know, where do they go? You know, I think Nebraska saw Adam Stage kicking for Northwestern. That's a UND transfer. Same situation came out of Cloud. You know, these, these programs that, that fell, that done, no more program. So North Dakota went out and grabbed Devin Sharnowski, and he really is a preseason all-conference performer in the Missouri Valley Football Conference. He's one of the guys on the inside uh, from a linebacker standpoint that that is going to be an active player. Devin Sharnowski, he'll wear number 44. And, and the other part is that secondary. You know, lost a, lost a lot of talent uh, from the corners to the safety spot. So that's a – these guys have some, have some time. They've got some reps. C.J. Siegel at one of the corners is really good. But it is, uh, you know, they're just trying to get traction. So that's that's one area from the from the three to the four to the backside. The front seven good, uh, and uh, not as much experience from the corners and safety spots this year. We're talking to Jack Michaels, play-by-play voice of North Dakota football. And Jack, it's you mentioned uh, Coach Swigert, and for me. Walking into a space like this uh, and and having the controls that he has, if I asked you to 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 give a, a character trait that's most dominant about Coach Schweigert, what would you say? It's it's interesting, you know, Bubba and his brothers. They they, they come from a, a, a German area down there in southern North Dakota, South Central North Dakota, and they're they're very. Uh, they're not excitable. There's a lot of poise to that. Even as you hear Bubba speak, it's it's just kind of that uh, that casual way of speaking. And the team tends to take on. Now the team, obviously, when the when the game is on, you know, they're running like their hair on fire, trying to hit somebody and make plays. But but Bubba is a. Uh, if you were to sit here and chat with him, it's it'd be like, well, Derek, you know, we gotta we gotta we gotta make the plays. And Jay, you know, we. we you know that would be Bubba right there, and he's he is a a brilliant mind. He's a real good mind. Uh, you know he 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 is cut out of a defensive cloth, so that really is where the focus is uh, for Bubba. But that's one thing I, I think he just uh, you know you maybe if you take on the personality of a head coach, there's a lot of poise and no panic in in in, in a Bubba Schweiger team, and which is good when when you you, know, you can't panic. You know North Dakota. It's similar to Nebraska, lost a lot of close games last year. And if you're panicking after every close game and second-guessing yourself, it really could have spun much deeper. But because the way he carries himself and demands his team in a professional manner is, I think, allows this team to go out and play and not, not focus so much on what they didn't do but what they have to do. What's what? What are the one or two things that has to go right for? I mean, I'm sure, obviously, North Dakota's preparing, and they're looking at film. This is how we're going to beat Nebraska. But in your opinion, 
what do they need to do or what needs to happen for them to obviously start fast because obviously you know the biggest thing probably for a team like North Dakota is to keep it close but what 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 do they need to do in order to pull away well I'm sure that when they put on that film from uh, Dublin and they saw Whipple's offense and it was just Trey Palmer Trey Palmer Trey Palmer and then in the end zone and then the back at a big tight end and and Casey's running around there, making plays, getting the ball out quick. You know that that was probably the the concern right of gate. Going okay, they're gonna they're gonna come at us and and just start throwing haymakers and jabs left and right. So for North Dakota, you you have to. And, and talking with Bubba this past week, they've got to absorb some of that action, try to neutralize some of that game. You know, and and that that to me, I think is going to be out of the gate. You just can't let ninety thousand wearing red overcome you. And against a team that wants to put their foot on you and then knock you out. So that's the first thing. And, they, and, and North Dakota, even though the score, you look at the game against Washington a couple of years back, and the score seems really lopsided, that was really blown up in the, in the second half. UND actually hung a, a little while out there in Seattle, and then the, then the second half just took care of itself, and Washington, the Huskies, went on and won it. So that, that to me, is number one. And, and this team, you know, last year ran into some of those – those full starts, you know, on second and five that made second and ten that took themselves out of drives, you know, didn't maybe finish in the red zone as well as they wanted to with sevens, you know, and if you can't do that when you have that opportunity, I think UND might be in a little bit of bit of trouble. But, you know, it's football. You know, you guys, Jay, you've been around it. It's, it's, yeah. uh, your margin yeah, for yeah. error is so slim. And against Nebraska, and I don't care what Nebraska's record is, you know, the yeah. UND, it's Nebraska. This is Nebraska. It's a big team, one of the most storied programs in the history of college football in one of the most iconic stadiums. So the last thing they can do is watch that big red carpet just roll over the top of them. Uh, And not to mean that the memorial's red, by the way, DP. That'd be Ruse Field in Cheney, Washington. (laughs) Right. But but you know what I mean. Yes, sir. Those are some of the things. When the margin for error is small, every mistake makes that margin that much smaller. So that's what they got to focus on. As I look at their record from last year, I mean, they're playing uh, – I mean, North Dakota State, I think, is uh, – you know, obviously, I think they're top 15 program, you know. Um, and then, I, you know, look at Southern Illinois um, – Illinois, excuse me. And then uh, you see them Missouri State, Youngstown State, uh, South Dakota State. It seems like they were taking all these teams, most of the games, on the road um, – to the woodshed and then weren't able to get to the finish line. Obviously we know that all too familiar here. What have you heard um, coach Bubba talk about to remedy that? Because that is, you know, obviously so close, but yet so far, uh, but those are some big games to get some legitimate teams on any level that, that they're taken to the woodshed on the road uh, in situations where they were, you know, definitely probably weren't, favored to lose by that much, and they've definitely exceeded expectations as far as the scoreboard. Really perceptive question because uh, you're spot on. The uh, North Dakota against North Dakota State, and as a former NDSU broadcaster, right. I, I'm like Henry Kissinger. I'm kind of stuck in the middle between the two, now 11 years with UND, but spent many years at North Dakota State, right. so very much yeah. familiar and live in Fargo, by the way. So right. that's uh, that's, that's that. But they lost uh, – they lost it at, at uh, to North Dakota State by what half a dozen points or so, six points, another close game, and it really was a pivotal call on fourth and one deep in their own territory. 
Now we can talk about you know Scott Frost trying an onside kick in the third. I do remember. Put the, hammer, yeah. put the hammer down. <laughs> you know, Bubba tried a fourth down, and what you'll see also Saturday is not only Tommy Schuster as the starting quarterback for UND, but big Quincy Vaughn that they'll bring in, nope. and oftentimes they bring him in as a big six-four quarterback that that can go get a yard or two and kind of almost you know you know run a football. Well, North Dakota tried that against North Dakota State, and uh, everything was in place, but deep in their own territory, didn't make it and lost by six. So, right. you know, there was questions on, on that, too. I love the call. You know, it was a coin toss. But and the same thing, South Dakota State lost late. Missouri State was one of the great quarterbacks, and, and Jason Shelley lost close. Southern Illinois, same thing. What has to do, you know, really this game of football, at least from UND's standpoint, comes down to about four plays a game last year, maybe three to five plays a game. And and I would say North Dakota just, just ended up making maybe one or two of them in their opposition <laughs> one more or two more. And that, to me, was the difference. Uh, that was the difference, whether it was be a false start penalty that moved it back that took them out of a drive, you know, or giving up a third down, you know, on third and long and, and, and not preventing that one big play. So, you know, when you're that close, <laughs> like I need to tell you guys, when you're that close, you know, what do you have to do to flip that script? And if you flip it once, you know, does that domino and help you flip another one and then another one? And all of a sudden, you're not talking about losing five out of six close. You're talking about winning, you know, you know, three out of five or four out of six. So that, uh, yeah, and I know I'm preaching to the proverbial choir on that when it comes to Husker fans, certainly. Yeah, I know that, uh, obviously, you've been calling the game for, what, 11 years? Yeah. Or, yeah, 11 years. And one of my best friends, dearest friends, Travis O'Neill, I think he was at the yeah. – he was the – he might still be the all-time leading tackler in, in school history, but I know when he left, he was uh, rest in peace. Uh, he had a great yeah. uh, time there, and I, I, I j it just popped in my head um, about North Dakota, you know, and, and Travis was one of my best friends, man. It, it was a mm. truly sad day uh, when he passed away. But so I had a little bit more of a connection with North Dakota because I always felt like he should be playing at the Division One level, and obviously he played – there and played pretty well so his time was very fond uh at the university of north dakota i will say that i'm glad you brought that up too yeah and that's uh as they are him and uh, there's a lot of pride and you know think about that you're in the shadow you're 72 miles separated from a team that has had what three college game days you know how many national championships 10 of 11 mm -hmm. that is uh had a had a second overall pick and a third overall pick quarterbacks mind you so you're living in the shadow of that, when you talk about the Travis O'Neills and, and what he did for the University of North Dakota and, and North Dakota's flagship university, there is a tremendous amount of pride, and I'm glad you brought his name up. And, and uh, that's what UND, they need guys like that, that kind of heart, you know, that kind of believability, that kind of tackling ability, that kind of playability, you know, that kind of clubhouse guy, yeah. you know, that, that, that helps you make that move. So good stuff right there, Jake. Good, good to bring that up. Uh, Jack Michaels, the play-by-play -play voice for the North Dakota football program, and you mentioned the starting quarterback and Tommy Schuster, but and as well Quincy Vaughn. If I ask you to describe Tommy and what he brings to the table, I mean this is a veteran quarterback. He's not going to the the the, the stadium's not going to be too big for him. No, it's, it's he's from Macomb, Michigan. Now people in the valley go, oh Macomb, no Macomb, Michigan. So out of out of Detroit. How do I put it best for Tommy Schuster? He is, all right, say, uh, DP, you and I and Jay are sitting on a, on a park bench, 
and, uh, and, and three naked lumberjacks run right past us being chased by squirrels <laughs> while, a, uh, while a smoke bomb goes off next to you. Now, us three are going wild. Our, eye, our mouth is agape, eyes are open, we're going nuts. Tommy Schuster's expression wouldn't change. He just, he is, he is to a fault, I might add. I mean, he's someone yeah. that is just, yeah. you can't rattle him yeah. to get him excited. You can't rattle him to bring him out of a deep, dark hole. He is just right there in the middle. And I don't know. I've always asked Bubba this. I'm like, is that a good thing? And yeah. he's like, I think it is. You know, I think yeah. it is. But at times, you know, you want. So, and I love Tommy. And he's a great quarterback. He's an accurate quarterback. He's not going to be flashy. He's not going to break out of the pocket and, and scramble for 19. But he's just going to make good decisions, you know, and that's that's Tommy. Quincy Vaughn, just a big, big body, got a good arm. You know, he'd be like the Aaron Judge of, 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 of quarterback, just a big boy that uh, that they'll use. They'll use him on third downs. You'll see him in there. They'll split time, and oftentimes he's running with it when he's in there. But uh, that's the difference between the two. So you are Lincoln, Nebraska familiar. Where's the first stop? Where are you going to eat when you get here? Well, let's see. I'm calling game baseball games in Iowa, uh-huh. and I'll be uh, rolling into Lincoln probably Friday. So, obviously, I'm getting the, the number one, the four-piece box combo at Canes uh, down from the graduate. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> so, so, I'll be hitting Canes Friday by 3.30, <laughs> and, uh, and then we'll just go from there. You know, maybe I'll, uh, you know, that it's such a great place, and then doing games in American Association like Lincoln. I'm in Lincoln quite a bit in the summer so it's it's really one of the, the great towns i may have to show some of the und boys where to go yeah right uh, there's lincoln <laughs> yeah i think it's gonna be fine jack listen thank you for sharing your insight your knowledge and your voice to this thing we're looking forward uh to seeing you and the and the and the, and the, and the fighting hawks come in um i appreciate you making time in your schedule to come and talk a little football with us hey, greatly hey, appreciate any, it you got it man dp anytime you guys want to chat uh and, and i'm available for the ticket and if Jay's got any eligibility left, we could sure use him on our side. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know maybe about that, thing. man. By the way, Travis Dr. O'Neill left to tie this together. Yeah. I know it's an Iowa name, but I still have a pair of Ed Horton shorts in <laughs> former Iowa. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I do. That's <laughs> fantastic. No, I need to get in your, your Sun King closet. That's where I need to get to. <laughs> That's what you need to That's do. Right. They don't fit. Once they start fitting, I'm going to have to go to diet. Big Ed was a big boy. All right, <laughs> boys, uh, we'll Jack, see you this weekend. Thank you, Jack. Greatly you appreciate it. it. That's Jack Michaels, the play-by-play voice for North Dakota as they come to town to take on the Huskers. We're throwing the break. We'll come back. We're going to work on some smiles and then get a little deeper into North Dakota and what they do. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.